welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Praise and worship begins at 9 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and on Thursdays, Men Focus. That is our crosstalk program where you can call in and participate in the conversation that is going on. You know, it's real talk for real people. On Saturdays at 11.30 p.m., you can find us on kkla.com or 99.5 on your radio dial. I want you to know that we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. Uh, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. We're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. And, you know, and certainly uh, we thank God for what he has done. Thank God for what he is doing. And so, uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to honor you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We want to honor you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning giving us a reasonable portion of health. Lord God, we thank you for your kindness, Lord Jesus, and how you have blessed us. We thank you, Lord God, for what you have done and what you're doing. Lord, I pray that you would bless those that are under the sound of my voice. Uh, Lord God, those that are present, those that are tuning in uh, uh, via uh, media, Lord God, we thank you for your, your mercy, Lord God. Thank you for those that are, have written in, those that are yet writing in. Thank you for those that are calling with testimonies and prayer requests, Lord God. Thank you for your kindness, Lord God, and we just ask that you would remember them. Remember, Lord God, the prayer requests that are being made. Remember, Lord God, you, you know, you know the need of every individual, Lord God, and, and so we just honor you, Lord God, for for what you are doing. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless them to walk in obedience to your word. Lord God, we pray against gimmicks. We pray against those things, Lord God, that would distort, that would water down, Lord God, that would sugarcoat, Lord God, to the point where a soul is not saved. Lord, we pray against the spirit of uh, loftiness, the high-bent, high-minded, lifted up, Lord God, in that we should all walk in humility, Lord God, in obedience to your word. Lord, we thank you, Lord. I ask that you would bless those that are seeking your spirit, Lord. Those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, that you would fill them. Lord God, bless them to have hearts to receive in the name of Jesus. Lord God, every place where they're gathering together, those that are on their way to services, those that have already arrived, Lord God, the ministers and Lord God and your people, Lord God, bless, send your word, Lord. We pray that you would have your way in Jesus' name, amen. This time we'll have our opening scripture. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall thereof hear thereof and be glad. 
Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. And the Bible says, and they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking and breaking bread from house to house, and did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the work. Certainly we. This is the day that the Lord has made, this 31st day of July. Wow, where has time gone? You know, we're, we're going, the Lord say the same, we'll be in August, August 1st, 2022. And, you know, and what have I done? I, I'm just going to think about myself. What have I done throughout this year uh, going into the eighth month? What am I doing? What am I doing? Mighty God. You know, my heart is fixed and my mind is made up. That, that is my testimony. Regardless of what happens, and, and things do happen. Stuff does happen. Yes, it does. It happens. Stuff happens. You know, let, let me just give you a little bit. You know, the, throughout this week, I, I, I felt like I had been beat down broken, hit, you know, if you've ever been in a fight or maybe you've watched a fight on TV where where the the opponent or someone that they exchange words and we're always exchanging words because we're, you know, we're in the war of the anointed. Yes, we're part of the war of the anointed. There is an anointed cherub and you are, by you are, mm-hmm, you are in a fight. Yes, that's why the Bible said resist the devil while calling up on the name of the Lord. And I'm going to add to that, that you're not just calling on the name of the Lord, but you're obeying what God is saying. And so the Bible said resist the devil. That's what the Bible tells us to put on the whole armor of God. This is a warfare. So the enemy will walk up and hit you. If you ever watched the movie, as I was saying, you know, where someone is walking away or maybe they just sitting there at a table or something and and someone walks up to them and hits them in the back of the head don't say nothing just just wow you know just hit, that's blindsided being blindsided and it's been that kind of week and so you know maybe you've had that kind of week too maybe you've had that kind of month i don't know but you don't surrender your faith. You don't surrender your hope in God. You remain steadfast, unmovable, abiding in the work of the Lord. And so, you know, um, wow. I, I'm, my heart is filled because see, because see, I got my second win right now after getting hit. And I, I'm here to hit back this morning. And so um, I just want to share that with you. And we're going to worship the Lord. And then we're going to go into the word of God. And, you know, I, 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 my prayer and I, I'm, I want you to pray with me as I am praying for you. And we're going to open up the, 
the, the lines as well. Well, the lines are already open, but we want you to be able to, we want you to comment in. And want you also, you can call in and give, uh, give us a few words of testimony. Or maybe you just want to say hi. Or, you know, you just want to thank God for what you are, or what he is doing. And so we're going to give some space and time for that in, in just a moment here. And so, um, and so we want you to, to join in with us as we, we're going to play this, this worship song. And then we're going to move forward in the service of the Lord.
never know how much it costs to see my sins up on the cross. I do know the wages of sin is death. I've done enough to die. Mm -hmm. I did enough to die. And maybe you didn't think of it that way, or maybe you didn't think that what you did, you know, that you were so righteous, and, you know, and it wasn't worthy of death, you know, that little white lie that, that was exchanged. The Bible said that a liar will not tarry in God's sight. God has a, there's something about lying that God does not like. And, and I, I phrased it that way, but I, I think you understand exactly what I'm saying. Sometimes I, I, I think about history. Think about history. I'm talking about my own personal history. And I'm like, wow. I think about how God was offended by what I may have said, certainly what I did, the fact that I didn't even consider him, and how it hurt his feelings. Oh, yeah, God has feelings. Yeah, anger is a feeling. Uh, laughter is a feeling. Pleasure, joy is a feeling. And so God, you don't have feelings. We remain in the image of God. So you, you have that same, you have those emotional setup and everything that God has. Uh, joining with us on Tuesday nights, book of Genesis. And I think about it sometime and I'm like, wow, you know, if... Just think about if what happened to you hurt your feelings, made you feel bad, made you cry, made you upset, made you angry, you know, whatever, however you want to describe it, you felt a certain way. How about the Lord? What we do or don't do that dishonors him or honors him. Everything you do is not wrong. But so let's just say whatever it is that if it was wrong or if it's right, how God feels if he's disappointed or if he is approving and blessing. We'll never know. But even though we may never know, we do know one thing that he did it because he loved us in spite of. In spite of, he loved us. Can you love him back? Let's, let's love on him. Let's love him back the way he loved us because it was it is an unconditional love that he has for each of us. Unconditional. It don't matter if you killed someone. It don't matter if you... Um, Whatever it is, yes, you're going to deal with the consequences of your behavior. So be, so be very aware of what you do not to do it if it's going to have severe consequences. You know, you don't know what that might be. But he still loves you. He still loves you. Let's go on. 
Uh, this morning, we're in the book of Mark, and, and my gloves is on pretty tight right now. My hands have been wrapped. Uh-huh. And and so I'm I'm just giving, I'm putting that warning out there. You know, and so um, I'm not holding back no punches on, on the enemy. Uh, no one likes to be blindsided and hit from behind or anything like that. And, and so uh, we're in the book of Mark this morning, beginning at the first chapter. I want to thank you again for joining our online worship service this morning. Uh, uh, today is July 31st, 2022. If you're looking for a church home, growth and ministry, I want to invite you to join us and allow God to be God. You know, um, we're receiving letters in from people that are listening to the broadcasts across the nation. Um, and as well as I, I was up into this morning uh, ministering to someone that, that had called because they were listening to the Saturday broadcast in the evening. Uh, I call that night fishing. And so they were listening to the broadcast and they were blessed. And they were calling in to say what they were, what they had heard and how blessed they were and to request prayer, you know. And, and so I want you to continue to, to pray for us as we are ministering the word of God um, beyond the walls of the building, you know, and into the airways, the byways. And so uh, if you if you're looking for a church home, you want to participate, excuse me, you want to participate you know, God is looking for partic uh, for those that are willing to participate. He's not looking for spectators. He's looking for those that want to be participants. <laughs> so, um, the book of Mark, the book of Mark. Now, um, we're going to open at this time uh, while you're turning there. And open up a few minutes. If you have a testimony, maybe you just want to call in and say, thank you, Jesus. Uh, we want to give you that opportunity right now uh, to call in or to comment in. You can always comment in, uh, you know, as the, the service is going on, we are monitoring as well. Uh, and so, but, you know, if you want to call in at this time, you know, want to invite you to do that and just say hello you know, give us your name and, and and let us know how the Lord is blessing you. And so um, you can right now, the, the phone is open for you to do that. And um, so I want to give you that space and time because God is good. You know, uh, he's good all the time, all the time. If you've tried Jesus like me, then you know he's good. The Bible said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, that his mercy endure forever. While we're here, there is no mercy, there is no grace when you leave here. There's no mercy, there's no grace on the other side. Grace and mercy is for right now. And, and so again, the line is open. It's only gonna be open for a moment here. We're going to go on into the, the message, but want to give you a, a moment there to call in and express what God is doing for you. You know, we ought to be bold about what God does for us. We ought to be bold in giving him thanksgiving. The Bible tells us that 
we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of testimony. And so there's victory in you expressing and putting your testimony in the atmosphere. There's nothing, that's a hit uh, to the enemy. That's a hit to everything that would oppose you and oppose your salvation. Bless you, Jesus. Mighty God. All right. As I said, you know, that is a, that is your, uh, you know, your opportunity to tell of God's goodness, tell of his grace and mercy. In the book of Mark, beginning at the first chapter, verse one through five, it says the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God. As it is written in the prophets, behold, I send my messenger before thy face which shall prepare the way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna read this again. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the son of God, as it is written in the prophets. When you think about that, it's written, it's written. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sin. I need you, if you would, underline that, uh, highlight it, make a mental note of it. But John did baptize in the wilderness. This is where he was. This was John's platform. This is where he was ministering at, in the wilderness. And his message, he preached baptism of repentance for remission of sin. Baptism of repentance for remission of sin. Not baptism of celebration, not baptism as an open confession that you receive Christ, but baptism of repentance for remission of sin. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan and they confess their sins. So during the service, the preaching of the word, the fact that they went to be baptized for remission of sin, 
They confess their sins. I'm wrong. I didn't do what was right. You know, they owned up to what they had done. And so I just want to take that thought, reiterate this, that have you tried Jesus? I am not talking about have, or asking a question if you have tried church, not church. I'm not talking about church. I'm not talking about religion. But have you tried Jesus? Now, personally, me, Carl, Pastor Carl, Brother Carl, however you want to refer to me. I'm not offended by those things. I am churched out. I'm tired of religion. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't want hand-me-down cliches. I'm certainly not trying to go, have no intentions of going to church chilla. The Apostle Paul describes it by saying this. He said that this know also that in the last days people will become churched. There's no life in churched. Churched is a routine of things. I routinely go here on Sunday because this is what I was told I should do. And so I do it out of habit. I, I'm, I'm, he said that, uh, that uh, this know also that in the last days, people would be very religious, spiritual, religious, I believe. I believe that there is a supreme being. I believe that there are other spirits, I believe. But I don't believe enough to change my position, to reposition myself. So I just believe I'm, I'm religious, I'm spiritual. Don't, don't mess with me, don't judge me, I'm spiritual, okay? This know also that in the last days, it's cliches that has been handed down, hand-me-downs. I don't want no hand-me-downs. I don't want hand-me-downs. Nope. Hand-me-downs are good when you, you know, you have two boys close to the same age, built similar, you know, where you can hand me down some pants. You can hand down a shirt. It may be that, that the little brother already saw a shirt that his other brother's wearing and, and, and took control of it or traded him a, a hot wheel for it. I don't know. But I, I don't want hand-me-downs of what has, this is the way we've always done it. That's a hand-me-down. I, I don't want a hand-me-down. I'm tired of hand-me-downs, okay? I don't want to go to church chilla. Paul said that, uh, that uh, this know also that in the last days it, there will be church chilla. And so we go to church and it's a, it's a concert. It's a concert. Not only is it a concert, but it's a dance, it's a party. 
we, we all get up and the folks dance the same. People have gone home and said, well, I'm going to change the way I rejoice. And they practice a new step. And so when the music is going and they feel the groove, you know, they feel the beat going on and the beat goes on. The beat goes on. That now they have a new dance step to get up and to groove to and say that I was rejoicing. And, and didn't we have a good time in service? Paul described it and said, know this, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. I'm swinging right now. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. I love me more than God. Mm -hmm. Not only do I love me more than God, but I don't keep my promises. Covet breaker. Yeah. I don't, I don't keep my promises. I, I make it sound good, but I'm also covetous. I want what others have. I want to be like, the, like others. I, I see what others are doing in the name of church. I see what others are doing in the name of religion. I see what others are doing because it's been handed down to them. I see what others are doing because it looks fun. Church chilla is fun. Boasters, look at me, proud, even blasphemers. No respect for God. No respect for the ordinance of what God has established in his house. You can walk into a filthy sanctuary. You can walk into a sanctuary where there's no atmosphere of prayer. There's no atmosphere of praise. There's no atmosphere that you can tell that God has even been there. Disobedient to parents, spiritual parents. Disobedient to natural parents. And then we wonder why the young, uh, why, the, why they die young. Unthankful, unholy. Let me go on. Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Well, they think they so holy. I remember someone making a statement about someone. They think they always right. No, uh, I, I knew that person. They didn't think they was always right. You just was upset with them. And so you claim that they think they right. Don't fall for the trick of the enemy. If you right, you right. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having a form, having a form, I'm churched out. I don't want religion. I don't want cliches. Certainly no hand-me-downs. Church chilla. We had a good time this morning. Having a form of godliness, 
but denying the power thereof. He said from such, turn away, get away from them folks. Get away from them folks. But I, I've always gone here, my mom went here. Get away from them folks. The Bible plainly tell us don't be unevenly yoked. And we've taken that and we've used that to tell people don't, don't talk to folks that's outside the church. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, leave folks outside the church alone unless you, unless you witness it to them. Ladies, you, uh, Solomon was, was sidetracked by having so many involvements with those that were, that were religious, spiritual. Uh-huh. Those that uh, followed those cliches and listen, leave that alone. Uh, let's go on. I'm not going to stay there with that. One day someone told you about Jesus. Uh, they got through to you. They, they said, try Jesus. They were not telling you to try church. They said, try Jesus. They were not telling you to try religion. They said, try Jesus, who is the word of God. Saints and friends, I, I, I must declare to you that Joshua told the people of God, said, be ye therefore very courageous. Courageous mean daring. To keep, to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, that ye turn not aside, therefore to the right, don't turn to the right, don't turn to the left, don't shift your position, but be focused, that ye come not among those nations, uh, that among you neither make mention of the name of their gods. Too many folks are walking around talking about what others are doing and what they see other people um, said, don't make mention of those gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them, nor bow yourself unto them. Don't bow yourself unto them out there. Don't bow yourself unto them in here. He said, but cleave, grab hope to God. Bless your name, Jesus. If you need something to hold on to, grab hope to God. For the Lord have driven out from before you a great nation, strong, mighty. But as for uh, you, no man have been able to stand before you until this day. God knows how to drive away the enemy, but you have to do what God is saying. And in order to do that, in order to see the power of God, mm, the way that he wants to demonstrate his power, you cannot be churched. You cannot just be, you cannot be religious. You cannot just be uh, following uh, and, and, and dealing with the hand-me-downs. 
mighty God. Take heed therefore unto yourselves that ye love the Lord your God. It's the 23rd chapter of Joshua. You cannot, will not love him practicing church. You cannot, you will not love him practicing religion. Certainly not by attending the best show on earth. You know, they called the Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus the best show on earth. They had animals, they had trampies and, uh, you know, swinging around and uh, juggling. Sort of like what people that are church do. People that are religious do. They, they play on the trampeze of religion and they swing around and they juggle service and commitment unto the Lord. No difference until you try Jesus. And when you try Jesus, not church, not religion, not church jilling, not a form of godliness, but Try Jesus. Mark 1 and 1 says the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of God. The gospel is defined as the teaching or revelation of Jesus Christ. The gospel begins with the book of Genesis and these five words in the beginning, God created. Not only did he create, but he revealed himself unto us. It continues on through the book of Revelation 20, 21. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Psalm 47 says that lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. To delight to do thy will. Oh my God. Yea the law is within my heart. You want the word of God. In your heart. In our natural here in the US. We, we some believe. A lot of us believe in. in so our, our sons as well as us. Were circumcised. You know. And so. But God is looking for the circumcision of the heart that the heart is circumcised. John 6, the 38th verse says, I, I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, this is Jesus speaking, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which has sent me, that of all which he have given me, I should lose nothing, but should rise raise it up again in the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me that everyone which seeth the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. Purpose, not to lose any. Everlasting life and to be raised up in the last day. His will is for you and I not to be lost, caught up in the cares of this life. It doesn't mean that the things that we see and 
what we have need of and the tools and that's what we, everything is your car is a tool then you enjoy your tool you know, it might be your favorite tool uh your your bicycle whatever it is that you have your that instrument that you have your job everything is a tool for your livelihood here even your help me as you are helpers one to another you're helping one another <laughs> yes so if you picking them up and putting them down that is a blessing matter of fact let, let me just <laughs> If that is more of a blessing than anything to have the use, the activity of your limbs is a blessing. Mighty God is an awesome blessing. Listen, let's go on here. Let's go. And so overwhelmed by the trials and tribulations of this life, even those which are self-inflicted, it's not God's will for us. He gave us a way. He gave us a plan of action found in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 5 and 33 said, Ye shall walk in all the ways which the Lord God hath commanded you. So, so what am I supposed to be doing? What are we doing here today? What are we doing? We're to walk in all the ways that the Lord, now I'm gonna tell you something. God didn't has not given us 66 books with do's and don'ts in it. Do, don't, do, don't, don't, do, 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 don't. No, he's given us examples of those that did the few things that he asked them to do, an example of those that did not do a lot of things. Ye shall walk in all the ways which the Lord God have commanded you. Ask yourself right now, am I walking in the ways that God has commanded me? He said, because if you do this, you're going to live. I love life. I love myself and I want to live. You love yourself. You want to live. That it may be well with you. I want it to be well with me. I know that there are some things that I want it to be well with me, even in being sick. You know, I suffered some sickness a couple of weeks ago and, you know, and but yet all was well. Because I knew that if I was to leave here, I would be saved. I'd be all right. That all would be well with me. But he also says that you may prolong your days in this land which you possess. You're going to enjoy this for a little while, Carl. You're going to enjoy this for a little while, church. As it is written in the prophets, behold, I send my messenger, Mark, second verse. I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. God said, God said, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way. I'm at to shift gears and move a little faster here. In the moment Isaiah felt convicted, 
I want you to get this. Isaiah felt convicted. He heard the word of God. He felt convicted. And he made a confession and he repented and, and the sins was removed because the chariot came and, and, and touched his lips because he said, I, I'm, I'm, I got a filthy mouth and the people that I'm around, they got a filthy mouth too. And maybe you got some friends that got a filthy mouth and every now and then you like, oh, excuse me, I didn't, that slipped out. No, it didn't. You got a filthy mouth. You need to get that right. Isaiah did. He didn't, he didn't say, oh, oops, that slipped out. Lord, forgive me. No, he said, I'm a man of unclean lips. And he was purged in that moment. He made a confession and repented of his sins. The Lord heard him. And after he repented of his sins, God, all of God asked this question. He said, who shall I sin? Now, Isaiah standing there, purged, purified, made holy in that moment. I don't believe God would just, you know, kind of looking around, you know, I wonder who could I sin? But he asked the question, who shall I sin? He said, I, I'm not afraid. This is Isaiah. I'm not afraid now. I'm not afraid. Are, are you afraid? You know, I see sometimes there's a lot of fear. We opened the lines up just a, a, uh, some minutes ago saying, hey, call in, give your testimony of what God uh, has done for you. You know, even if you just call and say, you know, I just thank God for, for being sovereign in my life. I just thank God for introducing himself, for me knowing him. And there's a fear that, well, you know, I can't say nothing for the Lord. I can't say nothing uh, public. But yet we TikTok, we we tweet and we Facebook and, and and we do Instagram and we do all of that. I'm not afraid. Here I am. No reservations, no limit, limited by religion, not limited by, by being limited by church, you know, not saying it's not my, claiming it's not my responsibility. The willingness of Isaiah reached down through generations. That uh, that same willingness that John was born with. And a few of us, a lot of us, many of us. For the Bible said there was a man sent from God whose name was, and I left it blank so that you can put your name there. Whose name, his, his name was John. My name is Carl. There was a man sent from God whose name was and uh, the same came as a witness. We're witnessing this morning. Uh, the bear witness of that light. The bear witness of that light. That all men through him, all men through Christ Jesus, uh, that believe on him. He was not the light. I'm not the light. You're not the light, but we're pointing you to the light. But was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light. Prophet Tutu, Bishop Allman, Prophetess Green Tree, none of them are the light. I need some agua. <clears throat> none of them are the light. Someone asked me, they said, they said, 
Do you have a prophetic word for me? Yes. You can find it in Deuteronomy. Matter of fact, we just read it. Deuteronomy 5 and 33. You shall walk in all the ways of the Lord your God, that ye may live. Prophetic word. You want to live, live in his word, that you may be that it may be well with you. And prolong your days. It's already written. You don't need a churched word. You don't need a religious word. You don't need a cliche of someone standing there mumbling and bumbling with a lips that really don't have a clue of what is needed for you in the name of being spiritual and or, or being deceptive as they claim it is of the Lord. There's no greater word of prophecy than the word of God and our obedience because he loves obedience over sacrifice. Mighty God. John's message was not for show as so many are today. You turn on to the networks and the message is for show. He was not all over the place in his deliverance. Uh, he knew what he had to do as he carried out the I to the T. I, I believe if, if you were to ask John, he would say, I'm a messenger sent to prepare the way of the Lord. Carl, what are you saying? That every true preacher, every true man, woman of God is sent to prepare you for the way of the Lord. They're not sent to give you what you need only, but to help you prepare for the way of the Lord. Mighty God. Let me let me let me help somebody here. You have people that have the Holy Ghost. We believe in the power of God. We believe in the, the moving of God's spirit. Uh, we believe in being Holy Ghost filled because it is the Holy Ghost is the seal of redemption. But the Holy Ghost is not here to deliver you from sin. Nope, you need the Holy Ghost. And you better not stop tearing for it. Even if you receive the Holy Ghost. If you already have the Holy Ghost through, this, through the signs that have been given through the scripture, not because someone told you. The Bible said when Peter ministered the word of God, the Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius and all of those that was there and they began to speak in other tongues as the spirit of God gave utterance. And then they were baptized in Jesus name for the remission of sin. Hmm. The Holy Ghost was given, was not given to deliver you from sin. It was not given for that. Someone's walking around thinking that, no, 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 no. It was not given for that purpose. The Bible is clear. It says, ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You're going to receive power after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses. 
unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The purpose of the Holy Ghost is to help us while we're here to be that witness such as John was. Not for us to run around in the church doing cartwheels, jumping over the pews, rolling all over the floor and speaking in unknown tongues over the person next to you. <coughs> mm. Because you churched, because you're religious, because you are part of that church chilla uh, display, because you're one of the greatest shows on earth. No, it's given for it to be a power of witness. It's not given as a euphoria. Oh, I feel so wonderful. Yes, you're going to feel wonderful when the spirit of God come up on you. Yes. But it is a celebration. No, it's something to celebrate about. But the Holy Ghost is a guide and a teacher because the Bible says that the Lord told them that in that hour, when you don't know what to say, I will give it to you. Jesus gave this parable. He gave this parable. He gave this parable. He said he, he gave five talents to one. He gave two talents to another. And he gave one talent to someone that says, I'm afraid. And I hid it. Are you afraid this morning? Are you hiding what God has given you? Are you hiding it? Mm -hmm. Or are you using it? John did not hide what God gave him. Matter of, in Luke, the third chapter, about the third verse, it said, and he, John, came into all the country about Jordan preaching the baptism of repentance for remission of sin. To preach baptism for a, to preach that baptism, repentance, remission of sin, then you must identify sin so that they can repent of it. One of the things that John dealt with, he told, I believe it was here. said, man, that's not cool for you to have your, your brother's wife. Y'all sneaking around after hours, you know, when it get dark, winking at each other and sickling at each other and all of that kind of stuff and sending secret messages, you know, you got a cell phone, she got a cell phone. Uh, you both got, got two cell phones. You got that cell phone that you got hidden under your tent you know, buried in a hole someplace and, you know, you go, I'm going to the bathroom, but you go check that phone that's, that's hidden behind the bathroom sink, behind the counter mm -hmm. to see what's there. That's not cool. That's what John talked about. So y'all, y'all, y'all in some mess here and, and you know, then that's not right. Herod respected John, but the woman did not. And so when her daughter danced, and, and she did some, I said she did some nasty stuff. Excuse me. Because the king and them was sitting there watching and drinking and, and getting, they were getting lit. 
And he said, he told her, he said, you know, girl, you threw down like that. You can have half the king. You can have up to half the kingdom. I'll give it to you. And instead of her taking the fortune and run with it, she went and told her mama. And her mama said, ask for the head of John. And just so John was beheaded in that instance. But up to that moment that John was beheaded, John was telling people repentance is necessary in preparation of the Lord. Now, I, I'm going to step away from what I have in front of me right now, and I'm just going to talk to you like this. You ask God to bless your home. You ask the Lord to bless your children. I'm, I'm going to ask you, what are your children seeing going on with you? Because our, our children are very observant. I have a very funny story I could tell about uh, my sons and what they observed me doing and what they told my dad many years ago. They see things that you don't think they see. They even smell what you don't want them to smell. They hear what you don't want them to hear. You're asking the Lord to bless your children. You're asking the Lord to bless your home. You're asking the Lord to bless your finances. Prepare the way of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Prepare the way of the Lord. You're asking God to come into your situation. Are you making preparation for him? Are you cleaning up those areas that you want him to come into? Repentance is necessary to make that preparation. Prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare. This is what John was telling the people. Prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the way. The Lord gave us a, a word. Mm -hmm. He gave us a word. Bless your Lord. Because see, when John came and he said, prepare the way, John prophesied it too. John had a prophetic word. This John that I'm talking about in the scriptures. I don't know about the John that you know. He said, every valley shall be filled. And every mountain and hill shall be brought low. And the crooked way, that the, is going to be made straight. And the rough way shall be made smooth. If you are stuck in the valley, the ministry is to bring you out. Mm -hmm. We're filling up the valley right now. Bless you, Lord Jesus. I want you to think, I want you to put this on your mind right now. What have I invited God into? Have I invited him into the valley that I'm in? Somebody's in the valley right now. Maybe you're in the valley of decision. That's what we always refer to, the valley of decision. Maybe you're in the valley of despair. Maybe you're in the valley of, you know, and you're sinking in, in debt. God, God don't want you to be sunk in debt. He don't want that. There's, there's a way out. Bless your Lord. That every valley should be filled. There's a way out. You know, as the valley is filled, you're able to step up. So God's looking 
for you to step up. Maybe you come to a mountain and you're looking at a monumental uh, situation and you're looking at it and you say, man, this is too big for me to handle. I can't climb that. He said that he'll bring it low. But in order, but in all of this, there's a preparation. There's a preparation that's going on. And the crooked way, man, that wasn't right. That was crooked. That was so foul. He said he'll make it straight, but you got to prepare the way for it. Maybe it's been rough. It's been some rough days that, that you've endured. He said that if you prepare the way, it'll smooth things out. It'll smooth it out. So if you stuck in that valley right now, the word of God is here to bring you out. Not church. Not religion. Not something that's been handed down unless it is the unadulterated truth. Not church chilling, not a good feeling, but the word of God. What does the word of God say? Prepare the way. Prepare the way. Whatever it is that, that needs to be prepared, whatever it is that needs to be done, prepare the way of the Lord. That valley is not so deep that you're in that God can't bring you out. That, that mountain, those hills are not so high that it, they cannot be brought low. Bless your Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. The, the crooked way, it, it can be made straight. As a matter of fact, God specializes in those things. That's what John is telling the people. And that's what I'm telling you this morning. So whatever it is, going to acknowledge God. And prepare the way. Now, the Bible tells us in 2 Kings. I'm going to stop. I have a lot more. But I, I, feel, I feel where I've reached the point now. Bless your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wherever you are, just tell him thank you. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge his presence. Acknowledge the word that's going forth. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We honor you, Lord God. You, you've plowed this field. Lord God, you, you, you're the way maker. You know that you are. We know this for ourselves. I know it for myself, Lord God. Sharing with others, Lord God, that they should acknowledge and, and prepare the way. We, we ask you to enter into our situations, but we don't make proper preparation for you to do that. We just ask you to, to jump in wherever, and, but we don't prepare, Lord God. But I'm telling your people this morning to prepare the way, not to just ask you to get involved, but prepare the way of, for you before you arrive, before you even consider coming into the situation. 2 Kings 6, 15 and 17 says, and when the servant, 
Bless you, Lord. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city. He, he looked out and he saw the, the, the servant, the, the, the gentleman that was the disciple that was with the man of God went and he looked and he saw that there was a, a host, a overwhelming from what he could see in his natural eyes. So I don't want you to depend on your natural vision right now. Mm. Bless your Lord. I don't want you to look through your natural eyes because I've looked through my natural eyes and uh, before and it didn't look good. It looked quite disturbing. It looked, as a matter of fact, it was overwhelming when I looked with my natural eyes and I began to listen with my natural ears of what was being said. But, but when I stopped doing that, when I began to depend upon the word of God and to prepare the way of the Lord, it made a difference. I, I didn't think the same. I didn't listen and I didn't look at things the same. I, I changed my view. I, I repositioned myself. And so the Bible says, and when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. So he looked out and he saw a bunch of soldiers surrounding the city where they were. And his servant said unto him, alas, my master, how shall we do? What are we going to do? You know, we're surrounded. And he answered, the servant, the, the man of God answered the servant and said, fear not. Don't, don't be afraid. Listen, people of God, don't be afraid to reposition yourself. Don't be afraid to make changes in your home, in your environment. Don't be afraid to, to, to prepare the way of the Lord. You're preparing a way for him. Don't be afraid. The man of God told him, said, fear not. Said, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. What you see, there, there, there's a whole host. You don't, you don't see it right now. That's all right. It's okay. You don't see it right now. But there is a host more with us than it is with them. And Elijah prayed. Elijah prayed. The man of God prayed. He didn't prophesy. He prayed. You're going to pray. Bible said man should always pray. You may pray sometime with and have and don't have words. That's still prayer. Just the moaning, the groaning of your heart is still a prayer. Maybe you bow down and tears begin to flow. Those tears have meaning. There's substance in your tears. Your, your tears may say, I don't understand. Your tears may be saying, I'm as happy as can be. Oh, see, it can go either way. But it goes into an area where words don't explain. 
He said, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elijah prayed. Kids may not understand. Others may not understand, but you do. You understand. And you are preparing the way for the Lord to come in. Elisha said, I, I pray thee open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. I'm gonna stop with that. Bless your Lord Jesus. But whatever you're facing this morning, whatever you've prayed about, you've prayed about some things. There are some things in your heart that you may not have shared with anybody. And that's fine. Sometimes we need to just be quiet. The Bible tells us this. Here's another prophetic word. That if you pray in secret, your father that hears in secret will reward you openly. Mm -hmm. So no one knows what you prayed about because you went into the closet. You put the phone on mute so that you didn't hear it ring. So there was no distraction. You did what was necessary. Maybe you, you let the kids out to play. You, you purposely sent them outside so that you could have some alone time with God, your God. And he said that when you do that, I'm going to show it openly. I'm going to reward you openly. That secret prayer, when you're, you're preparing a way. Lord, I'm making a way of entrance for you to come into this mess that I call a home. And I don't mean that it's physically messy, but you understand what I'm saying. I'm preparing a way for this mess that I've gotten myself into and I need your help to get out of. I'm preparing a way to... Straighten out this relationship. So often we are asking God to make a change in the that individual. Lord, bless my husband. Change him is what you're saying. And it may be that God needs to work with you. Chances are he does need to work with you because if he make changes in him, you still need to be made, changes need to be made in you for you to be suitable for him. For you to be compassionate, empathy, empathy, sympathetic, and vice versa. Lord, change my boss on the job. Maybe it's not the boss, it's you. They're the one that has the authority, respect the authority. You in disagreement with them? 
Bible said, know them that labor among you. Learn, you already know how they are. So then you need wisdom. And you, since you already understand how they are, then you need wisdom how to deal with them. Daniel and those young men knew how to deal with the Chaldeans, the king, and all of them. We're not going to go there. Prepare the way of the Lord. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm going to prepare a way right now, right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your word this morning. Lord God, it's teaching, um, preparing a way for you. Lord, we, we've cluttered up the pathway with so many things that, that now we need to move the things and the stuff out of the way of the path that should have been prepared for you. We put obstacles there. But Lord God, we're removing those obstacles now. Lord God, so that we can that you can walk in without stepping on stuff and stepping over and stepping through and walking around things that should not be there. We're preparing a way for you. We're preparing a way, Lord God. We hear you knocking. You said if, if we hear you knock, that, that we'll open the door and you'll come in and sup with us. So, Lord God, we're preparing a way, Lord God, so that you can come in and sup with us, commune with us. We're preparing a way, Lord God. We, we don't want to be part of a culture of hand-me-downs, a culture of part of a church club, a sideshow. Lord, but we want you and we want your word to govern us so that we walk and you, your word tell us that if we live in your statues, if we keep your statues, we'll live in them. And we know that within your word, the statues that you have established is complete deliverance, humility, humbleness of heart. You said that 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 if that that the minister John was sent to prepare the way, even as we stand in that stead today, that the way is prepared as we declare your word in the ears of many to prepare the way for you. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Oh God, we'll continue to give you glory and honor. We'll continue to magnify you, Lord God. Lord, so that you are pleased in Jesus' name. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Lord, as many that are under the sound of my voice and those that will be listening later, we pray and ask that they would prepare the way as they are moving those things out of the way. Lord God, open their eyes that they see you in Jesus' name.
Amen. Bless your Lord God. Continue to pray for us as we are praying for you. Mighty God, preparing to go to a second service to speak shortly here in the hour. But my prayer is that if you like me, all churched out, I go to, I speak at other places and, you know, and I see exposed to things and, and, I, and I'm not afraid to say I'm, I'm in it. I disagree with something that's not right when it doesn't line up with the word of God. I have no problem with that. I, I'm very comfortable in my relationship with the Lord. Bless your name, Jesus, mighty God. Try Jesus. Don't try church. Try Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean don't go to the ark of safety. That's not what that means. Church is the ark of safety. God established the, the, the brick and mortar for a reason that his name would be hollowed there. But don't go looking for people. Don't go looking for perfect people. Don't go looking for any of that. Don't go out of a routine. Go because you want deliverance. And as I've taught at Cornerstone and I continue to tell them, you pray, Lord, bless that minister to preach your word. Period. You have a right to demand the word of God to hear from heaven, not to hear the shenanigans and hoopla of men. I'm going to stop with that. God bless you. Continue to pray for me as I'm praying for you. Mighty God, bless your Lord Jesus. of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest with and abide henceforth now and forevermore.